first one was never my plan. But since, you know, I found out that I got in, I was like, man, I've been given an opportunity that a lot of people don't get. So I'm going to go in, do the best I can. Hello and welcome to the Jared Bayless episode of the Scholar Spotlight podcast. On today's very special fifth episode, we have Cohort 4 Scholar and current West Point student, Charles Nakundi, a civil engineering major at West Point. Charles talks about military life, overcoming various challenges, and why surrounding yourself with good friends is so important. I hope you give this a listen, and please, as always, subscribe, rate, and review the pod. Let's rock. When did you first become interested in attending West Point? Uh, I seriously became interested my senior year because I was doing NJROTC, which is Navy Junior um, ROTC, just like basically like a little uh, military program you do in high school. And, uh, you know, I was doing that since my sophomore year in high school. And uh, I found out about West Point my junior year. And then my senior year, my teacher told me about it, uh, that I should, you know, pursue, maybe possibly pursue the uh, military. And then she told me about the uh, academy. And uh, once I looked into it, I was like, wow, that's really impressive. Uh, that's really, truly really something uh, I, I can go for because I had the accolades for it. Describe this process. So how did you make West Point a reality? Um. So... I think initiative on my part was key. Um, there was a, a bunch of deadlines I had to uh, get my stuff in for. Um, the major deadlines were for the senators, uh, Senator Chris Coons, Tom Copper, and Lisa Bunt, Rochester. They all each had their own separate deadlines, and I had to go to all the interviews because I wanted to get as much um, support as I could to get the nominations I needed. So... I set up all the times I could, um, you know, find out about all the deadlines, did all, all I needed to do. I had to send in my SAT scores, my essays to why I wanted to, you know, shoot the Army or wanted to go to the Academy. And then, you know, met, met up with them, made sure I was, um, you know, like my speech to them or whatever I had to do was really good. Right. Uh, I remember wearing my uniform. My best uniform that I had for NGRTC, wearing it to those meetings, you know, just to look a little more presentable. Um, and I did the best I could. And, um, you know, grades were also pretty good. So that also helped me out. And uh, I think just my dad and family being there to support me when I needed it most was very, very, very key. Describe the moment for our listeners when you – find out that you're accepted is it a phone call is it an email are you with family friends just take us to that moment oh uh, so for me uh it was i think i was in my bedroom doing some work i don't know probably only, i think i was on my phone just doing something that i got a phone call from um this dude and um from west point he was like hey bro you just got in you know he was he was basically the re- representative for the uh the east Eastern part, like the Eastern, yeah, Upper Eastern uh, United States for yeah. West Point. So 
told me he got in, man. Uh, I want you to come here and get a visitation. I mean, stay for like an overnight stay, see how it is. And at that moment, I was really like, I, I, I didn't fully process it. And I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. And um, I was really excited, really, really excited. And then uh, there was another dude who came to my school who uh, wanted to check me out because I, when you do the online process, they have people in each state to represent West Point. So that person came to my school, met with my counselor, and then after he met with my counselor, called me up, he saw my uh, application, and he told me, man, you're really good. Like, that's before, like, I knew I, I got in. Yeah. He told me, your thing looks really good. You're the only thing you basically need to finish is the medical part, which uh, I was in the process of uh, getting done. <coughs> we got that done, and uh, yeah, that was it. When you uh, uh, when you arrived on campus a few months later, mm-hmm. nervous, excited? All right, so first thing that happens, it wasn't my first time here, but it was my first time being a student, student, student. I walk in. Um, well, my dri- my dad drives in very, very nervous. This is my first time going to be in college. My dad is leaving me, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I get get to school with my dad. And I remember it was me, my dad, my my little brother, my little sister in the car. We get in, go through the gate. It's a little campus too. It's not, it's, we only have 4, 000, about 4,000 kids here. I go through, in through the car gate. My dad drives in and then, um, so what they were doing was I got here during the summer for the summer training, which is called Beast. That's what you're supposed to go through. And then I got here, and then I, I remember I was supposed to go all the way to uh, the stopping point where we got off, but we got off way earlier than we were supposed to get off, right? And then this dude, upperclassman, like we get out, and I'm like, ah, where am I supposed to go? Uh, and he was like, follow me. And then, you know, he's real chill around my dad. And we get out, um, you know, as soon as we started started going away from my dad, because I had to say goodbye to him. Oh, my God. I mean, he said, hey, stop that BS. <laughs> we started start sprinting, like, literally fast walking. Because we couldn't sprint. sprint, uh, sprint. We, I had my backpack on. Yeah, yeah. Dude was literally sprinting across the field. He's like, catch up. Catch this is beast, you know, just yelling at me. Um, you know what you expect. And then I got there, um, went through the full process of getting in. It was a long, long day. Like a lot of people remember that day, but they they know for sure it was a long day. That was your uh, welcome to West Point moment. I oh think. yeah, for sure. Trust me. What as you're going through your your first year on campus, were there any? Second thoughts, just because you're committing at least nine years of your life to this process. So, were there any moments of doubt that you had to overcome during your first year? Uh, yeah, for sure. My first year, there was a lot of doubt, uh, especially being a first gen student. Yeah, I don't, I didn't really have a, uh, like a map, a roadmap saying, "Oh, do this, do this, do this." I got here expecting to be successful, be top of my class. I don't know. I just had that kind of expectation. Got here. Did not do as well as I wanted to. Um, and, you know, I, I was, a lot of doubt started uh, building up. And, you know, I was, uh, I wasn't thinking about getting out or anything like that, but it was, uh, 
he was like, man, I worked so hard to get here, and now I'm not doing as well as I wanted to do. And, you know, I, I was just thinking back to my family, you know, what would they think of me if I quit right now? What would people think of me that I inspired? Because, I, you know, my dad, I was talking to my dad a few times, uh, a few times when I got here, he told me I really inspired people who are uh, in my church, little kids who saw me. Yeah. And I actually saw that when I went back for a break. I saw people actually looking up to me, trying to ask for advice. And, you know, I was like, if I quit right now, you know, it's not going to look, it's not going to look good on me. And it's not going to look, it's not going to be good for those people who are really going to get somewhere in life. Who have the, who have the, the, um, the, uh, the strength to do it. The, uh, the ability to do it. So, I mean, there were second thoughts, but I got through them. How were you able to get through them? Uh, for me, having friends around definitely helps. Um, last year, I talked to my sister a lot, my older sister. She was, uh, you know, I used to tell her my problems here. She, she's already, she already went to college, so I wanted to get some advice from her. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of times last year, I was talking to my sister uh, this year, I try to get out more, you know, try to make more friends, uh, try to get the college college experience that, you know, we all hope to get at least. So, and not trying to take everything too seriously. So at the end of the day, even though it sucks, um, we're, we're all here for a purpose, um, a reason. And sometimes when you take bad things too seriously, you can um, hinder yourself from actually looking at good opportunities that you're being offered. Yeah. At Christiana, uh, you were a multi-sport athlete, you worked, and obviously you were a full-time student as well. Do you feel like you had an advantage when it came to time management at West Point due to your hectic schedule in high school? Uh, not really, to be honest, because uh, I felt like my high school didn't prepare me enough okay. for here. So when I got here, there was a lot of people who actually knew what they were doing. It's kind of like they already knew their schedule for the day, per se. Yep. And like... They did way better because uh, of that. They kind of already knew what they were getting into. And this was my first time actually, like, stepping in and actually looking at the schedule, um, daily routines. And it was – for me, it was a, a shock, culture shock. You know, some some of the kids are coming from fam, um, military families, and they kind of already know, like, what to expect. And some kids already have parents who went through here, so they, they knew what they were getting themselves into. For me, it was, uh, like I said, a first-gen student coming here. Right. Even though, like, I had, was doing work and sports and whatever in high school, really didn't matter here because, uh, you know, everyone is, is brilliant. Like, you're coming to a school where it's you're, you're a small fish in a big pond. Yeah. Not, yeah it's not the other way around now. And um, for me, uh, uh, just getting – asking for help was actually – the best thing to help me out, asking for help and uh, just trying to reach out for uh, people to help me. And when you say asking for help, are you asking for help from your peers, from your superiors? Who in particular are you asking for help? Uh, both. Both. Uh, I have some really good, really, really smart friends. Um, and sometimes it's way better to ask your friend because you know them and you live closer to them than your professor. Uh, or teacher, uh, and like your teachers actually want you to go to your friends and teammates and classmates first before you go to them. So, like, I guess it doesn't waste your time because <laughs> if your friends can answer a question, 
then why go to your profession? But um, our, our school is really, uh, really, they have, it's so special because most of our teachers live in, in, not in the campus, but outside the campus. Because uh, it's a, technically it's a base. And so most of the teachers live here, so they're really accessible. And if you actually need, really, really need to talk to your teacher during the weekends, you can. So the teachers are really accessible and it's really easy to get some help here. Help me understand your daily routine. Um, when I think of military and the academies, I think the dress code, you're up early, you're running. Yeah. Like, like I think like you're beast week, right? <laughs> so so how true is this? It's, it's pretty true. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you right okay. now. So don't, don't get your hopes up if you, wanna, if you don't want to run every day. Uh, so I usually get, we, everyone has to wake up early in the morning cause we have formation in the morning. Uh, we, so we usually wake up, we have formation around like seven o'clock. Um, and then, uh, sorry, someone is like, no, 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 you're good. Right now. You're good. Uh, and then we, uh, we go to breakfast. Breakfast is mandatory. We all have, we have a big mess of. What we will all go into get certain food. Sometimes it's buffet. Sometimes it's just like, uh, uh, like family style. Uh, and then we go sit down, you know, eat. And after we finish, we come back and we have class starts at seven fifty. Last year it started at seven thirty was the start uh, start time, but since COVID started, they wanted to uh, give us more time to, you know, just in between classes and before. Yeah. They actually, uh, they started to give us more time. Uh, so we start class at seven fifty, and uh, I have we have the schedule is uh, we have day ones and day twos. On my day ones, I have four classes. On my day twos, I have uh, two classes. Uh, I used to have three classes, but now one of them is done. Uh, but on my day ones, I basically have class from. Uh, I don't have class in the morning, like early in the morning. So I don't have class from 9.20 to 10.30, but from 10.30 to, um, no, I have, no, I don't, I have class from, I don't have class from 7.50 to 9.20, then 9.20 to uh, 10.30, and then 10.30 to uh, like around 11.55, I have two classes on those periods. And then I have class at two to um, three, and then I have uh, another class from three, to four twenty-five, and um, yeah, and the day twos I only have two classes. It's, it's almost the same schedule. Oh. Um, and like, and then after after classes, we each each person it uh, asks to do like a sport or some kind of activity, yep. activity to stay fit for the military. So for me, I do this uh, flat football, and uh, it's 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 really fun. You know, it's a way to get out, run with your teammates. And no, get to know other people. So I do that, and um, it's from like around from four four fifty to like six o'clock. Okay. And then from six o'clock to seven, we have uh, dinner. It's not Mendel. You can. It's just optional. And then from seven thirty to uh, nine thirty, we have evening study period where we have to open our doors uh, so people can see us studying. Yeah, do your work, work, stuff like that. What do you do when you do have some downtime? Uh, you know, sometimes I just chill. You know, watch a show, sleep. Um, yeah, sleep too. Yeah, that's definitely needed. 
Uh, I usually sleep sometimes throughout the day. You know, I just, sometimes I really get tired. So I, I try to get some sleep in between, like, uh, doing lunch. You know, since it's not mandatory, sometimes I get sleep in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sleep. <laughs> uh, and then, um, you know, I hang out with friends. Like I said, I think it's really important having friends here. Everyone says what makes uh, West Point special is the friends, the people. And so hanging out with friends uh, during my downtime is really uh, just productive for me. And it's really nice. How old are you? I'm 19. So in your 19 years, you've accomplished more than most, I would say. What are you most proud of? Most proud of? Uh, shoot. Uh, probably making my family proud. That's, that's the biggest thing for me. Family is everything. Uh, I wasn't born here. Uh, I came from Kenya when I was like nine. So for me, just being able to stay with my family and making them proud from where we've, where I've come from and just being able to see that development throughout our lives, it, it's really, it's really uh, like, it makes me happy. I'm sure they're proud of you yeah. as well, man. Um, I'm going to transition a bit to our Mad Minute segment, which is just a rapid fire, short answer questions. What's your favorite meal? Favorite meal is, uh, I'm going to say like pizza. I just like, I like pizza. Cheese pizza, toppings. Uh, what are we doing? Uh, well, my favorite, was I would say it's probably pepperoni. Okay. Favorite song? Favorite song. Right now it's Lemonade by Hen and Money. <laughs> I like that song. I... I you know damn well I have no idea uh, what that song is, but but we'll rock with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Ooh, it's a tough one, man. What are you trying to get people against me? I, uh, from now, from what I've seen, um, I have to go with uh, Jordan. All right, all right. Uh, I'm yeah. surprised. I I I think that's the uh, correct answer. So so. <laughs> So you're doing well. You're you're uh, passing the the uh, quiz here. What's your <laughs> what's your favorite Delaware College Scholars memory? Uh Foursquare playing Foursquare for me was certainly the best one. Just it was not only a moment of bond bonding, but it was a moment of competition. That's right. Like, that's that's right. Literally competition. You were out there trash talking people, trying to get them out, and you were playing until the last second. <laughs> last second. That was probably the one of the best. The best memories for me, at least, I got from Sportswear. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. In 10 years, I will be blank. Uh, I might still be in the military. Um, but if I do end up getting out, probably working for a uh, company. Uh, probably traveling around the world, too. Um, and, you know, trying to get a family, you know. Possibly just settle down. Uh, yeah, and trying to be happy. This is our and final. Giving back, to, giving back. That's really important for me. Giving back to uh, the people that where I came from too. You know, just giving back to the community. This is our our final segment. Our last two questions. Same two questions to every guest. Ring the bell. Um, I'm mm-hmm. gonna switch your question up a bit. What advice would you give to a scholar who is thinking about pursuing a military a career? It's really important that they figure out what they're really good at. And then they, like, make themselves better in that area, if that makes sense. Because uh, the Army likes uh, – the Army will give you a lot of opportunities 
they showed the show, I promise. Uh, so if you get better at what you're good at, you're most likely you're gonna be you're gonna get far in the army if that's your goal. And then my last question, the hard hitting question: What's your why? My why is I'm n- I was never a quitter. Like West Point was never my plan, but since you know I found out that I got in, I was like, man, I've been given an opportunity that a lot of people don't get. So I'm gonna go in, do the best I can, and never quit through it. You know, just endure all I can, endure whatever they throw at me. Because at the end of the day, you know, life is hard. Uh, a lot of people go through a lot of problems. And I'm not going to share and TD party myself and say, oh, you know, I'm this, this, that. So, you know, when I mirror down myself, uh, you know, I just think about how I've gone through life and I'm still here. You know, I'm not somewhere else. I'm still here. And for me, just... I just keep going because of that and also because of family, you know, where I've come from a, from a long, long way, like literally across the country, you know, from Africa and across the continent, that's what I meant to say. Uh, And like, you know, just looking, like I said earlier, the development. So it's, it's amazing, honestly. And I just want to thank for all those people who just saw me, you know, through DCS, through, um, through our school, you know, it was, it was, uh, I didn't get thanked them enough. You know, I'm thankful for them. And I'm happy that I'm here. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know, again, you're very, very busy. So I'll I'll let you enjoy your Saturday <laughs> afternoon. But I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I think your story is really, really inspiring. And over here, we're so proud of you and all that you've accomplished and will continue to accomplish. And remember, too, that... You mentioned that your friends are brilliant. Well, you're brilliant, too. Remember that, all right? I <laughs> appreciate it, man. We got to catch some uh, basketball sometime, you know? All right, brother. Uh-uh. Cross you up like Jordan. Nah, nah, <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs>